Tammy, welcome. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm doing fine as well. Nice to talk to you. So Joe's power of attorney, not Joe's attorney. We clarify right. that. <laughs> well, who yeah, is Joe a, Exotic big... to you? How did how did you become Joe's uh, power of attorney? Um, well, I'd rather talk about Joe than myself, but um I'll well, I'll just yeah. say for, for the audience, I'm, I mean, I just, I'm, I was a fan that watched Tiger King and I wrote him letters and then we started emailing back in 2020 and he made me power attorney in December 21. So he's my friend, mm-hmm. but I'm, I mean, I'm a, I think of myself as an advocate for him. Right on. So th- somehow through, just like you described through your af- affection for Joe, you found yourself in this position. Good enough. Right. Yeah. So what is going on? Help us understand what's going on with Joe. Well, regarding what? There's a lot of things going on. <laughs> well, <laughs> what he's in prison for. How's that? Okay. Um, first of all, everybody thinks he's in prison for animal abuse. He's not. And I don't know why the media keeps saying that. His charges are for um, violating the Endangered Species Act and, and, and violating the Lacey Act which are paperwork violations, you know, taking, um, taking animals, exotic animals over state lines and that kind of thing. So it has nothing to do with abuse or neglect. I just wanted to clear that up. Got it. Um, That's great to know. And most of the charges are for that. And and totally only five years for all those charges. He has, I think 19 charges altogether. Um, But the two important ones are the murder for hire. And that's most of the time that he's got to serve mm-hmm. and that's for pl- the there's they say he plotted to kill carol baskin by paying a hitman to go kill her which isn't true so that's what we're up against trying to mm-hmm. put the ev- put the evidence out there that the hitman has already already said on video recording that he didn't he didn't do that so yeah help me understand exactly what was said because my impression based on pieces you know and again this is not something that I'm focusing my whole attention on you know, like Joe may is and, and you are potentially. Yeah. So for, for people like myself who kind of have some insight, I remember Alan, the hitman making some sort of statement, giving some sort of indication like, Oh, I don't really feel that great about what happened to Joe. It doesn't see, he indicated that it didn't seem right, even though he didn't really particularly care enough to change the matter. So what did he mean by right. that? Alan? What, what, well, what's... I mean, he, he and Joe didn't get along. He was a friend of Jeff Lowe's and, and and he just he wasn't that he wasn't that good of a worker. Uh, Joe never really liked him, and so they they didn't like each other. And that wasn't a secret. Everybody on the park knew yeah. that they didn't like each other. Um, so he wanted you know Joe wanted him off the park, and he wanted to leave and go back home to South Carolina, which is what he did. So they gave him the money to go back to South Carolina, and that's what the money was for. So Joe's side is saying the money was given for get yourself out of here. We're done here. And Alan is yeah, saying the right. money was to go kill right. Carol Baskin. Yeah. That was a narrative that they made up later on because yeah. Jeff was working with the feds and they wanted a confession and he was trying to, they were trying to make that into a plot when it wasn't. I re- I seem to recall from watching Tiger King that it seemed like, and I'm not just saying this cause I'm talking to you, but, it did kind of seem like Joe was kind of being coaxed into this idea of thinking about. He was. Well, I mean, Carol harassed him for years and it took a big toll on his business by taking 
people away. So, so yeah, they, they kind of have this, I don't want to say feud, like they made it look like a feud in Tiger King and they never actually even met each other. And he never even called her so or any spoke to her. So it really wasn't a feud like that. But he did have an Internet show and he would, you know, say a lot of things about her because he thought she killed her husband. So that was a big thing that he talked about. Right. Um, but um, I forgot. What was your question? <laughs> yeah, no, no worries. No. So. So, you know, Joe, did he get coaxed? They were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Because because and it wasn't just Joe, everyone in the in the animal world doesn't like carol baskin because she has a certain worldview where she thinks that especially with cats you know big cats that they shouldn't be in cages even though she had cats in cages herself and that they shouldn't be used for profit which she charged people so she was a hypocrite there mm -hmm. um but she just didn't like joe she didn't like his operation she wanted to shut him down and she just harassed him constantly right not in a not in an outward way on youtube like he did but in a in you know in, with the courts, just suing him and getting people to complain about. Yeah, she made it shows. her life's work to take him down. It seems like. Yeah, and she's still at it. She's still doing mm -hmm. it. Yep, so. yep, yep. And anyone who watched uh, Tiger King can can believe that. You know, with him, her, and her new husband, they were dead set upon finishing this, right? In their perspective. Yeah, yeah. I really think it was all about winning for her. I I, I don't even think it's about the money because she's a millionaire already and she's still stewing him for a judgment she got in 2015 and she doesn't even need the money she's paying no, more for lawyers for sure so, no it, it's clear that it's, she it's it, this is about vengeance and yeah you know and and if she feels she's right and she's pursuing a course of action that's you know okay that's fine that that's her prerogative but um no it didn't it did not appear to be about the money for sure and and i agree yeah. i could see how everyone in the animal world would would dislike her i could see how she'd be very disliked so, but mm -hmm. how do we get from there to, you know, being in jail for a murder for hire? So, obviously, people. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah. How did we I get think there? Joe, I, I think. Well, Joe was. I mean, he was very vocal about his dislike for Carol, but it wasn't just him. It was everybody at the park disliked Carol, and everybody in the animal world, exotic animal world, didn't like her. So, it, it's not just him. It's just that he's vocal about it, and he had a show where he would project that. So, right. So knowing, I knowing, that. That, I that. knowing, yeah, and knowing that he had said all these things, he was pretty easy to set up. So they just kept after him, you know, and they had this confidential informant, James Garretson, who, you know, pretended to be a friend of Joe's, but he was really trying to record him saying things. And they just constantly dogged him for almost a year, trying to get him on, on record saying things, trying to get him to, you know, agree to hire a hitman and all this stuff, in which... Joe wouldn't agree to it. He avoided him for months and months and months, a long time. And then it was, you know, and it was right after Travis died. So, I mean, he wasn't even in, in that state right. of mind where he's been thinking about anything like that, you know, and he was also running for governor at the time. So he had a lot on his plate, you yeah. know. And most importantly, though, for, I guess, his case, you're saying that he uh -huh. had bad people who were setting him up in right. the worst way. And so, right. you know, I guess it's going to come down to, well, I guess so far his argument has been rejected and that's, that's unfortunate if, if his, uh, if he's speaking the truth, which, you know, look, I like Joe, you know, everyone, so many people for the same reason, so many people came to like Joe because he seems like an interesting, smart, caring, charismatic, different, 
cool guy. <laughs> right. Well, and, and, I will, and go, yeah, what? I will tell you, he is scary smart. I know it. I know it, Tammy. I, I can tell. I, mean, not you, say, I can not, tell. Not, I can tell. Yeah, not, yeah. not saying that he hasn't made mistakes. He has. Right. And, and, and a lot of that is because he, he really w- wants to, you know, project his thoughts out there, which sometimes those have been used against him. So I wonder what um, his IQ is. I don't know. I don't think he's ever taken an IQ yeah, test. It's up there, though. You can tell. You can tell he's very yeah. smart. Yeah. He's very sharp. But he has a very fast mind that never stops. Mm-hmm. So he's always, always thinking about the next thing he's going to do. You know, I mean, he's just. And, he's, and so and so and people make mistakes. We understand that. And yeah. And I just hope. Look, if he's in jail wrongly, I'd like to I'd like to see him get out as with anybody. Um, so tell me more about this setup. These guys that we saw, James, mm-hmm. whatever, and uh, Jeff Lowe. So they just set his ass up. Why? Well, you know, his attorney, John Phillips, has a whole series of videos on his website called Tiger Tales. And that's where he recorded them saying, you know, recanting the you know, the witnesses, recanting their statements and signing affidavits and just all kinds of phone conversations he had between them. So it's very it's it goes very deep and it's very complicated. So it's hard to just recap it in a few minutes. But mm. I mean, you'd have to read all the trial transcripts, which testimony, which I have. You'd have to listen to all these recordings that his attorney has um, to really understand what went on. It, it goes deep as far as the federal government wanted was after him and they wanted to get him on something. So they got this confidential informant that was cl- that knew Joe that had exotic animals, James Garrettson, to wear a wire and try to call him all the time and try to get him to say things and record things. And then they had Jeff Lowe, who owned the park at the time. Um, and, you know, and so they had all, all this help, uh, and, and Carol Baskin was in on it too. And her husband, I mean, they were pretty much orchestrating the whole thing. So mm. all these people were trying to take Joe down mm. and he evaded them for a long time because he's smart. Um, but I mean, when you have all those people after you constantly for months and months and a year, eventually you might say something you shouldn't say on, on tape, you know? Right. Mm. It's, it's total entrapment. total entrapment. Yeah. I, I mean, that's what it sounds like. I mean, shit, I just came yeah. out of law school and you only learn what you learned and only an attorney with experience in this would be able to tell us, but man, sure. Sounds like, uh, like entrapment. Yeah. I mean, the, um, the, the United States prosecutor, Amanda green, the prosecuted him, she said that she had a a bullseye with his face on it. I mean, she was after him and wanted to wanted to take him down any way she could and lock him up. Mm. Yeah, so, that's not how the system of justice is supposed to work, I don't think. No. So it's interesting. <laughs> exactly. We can, you know, you can make a parallel potentially, and I, I don't want my audience to think that I'm dismissing all the charges against trump i haven't you know we don't need to get into that but this (laughs) concept of prosecutorial misconduct it's very interesting yeah and that's a whole other dynamic that's what we're trying to pursue he's trying to hire additional lawyers that are experts in in federal misconduct um and he's trying to he's trying to raise money for that because he doesn't have any money and you know it takes money to fight these things especially when you're fighting the federal federal government so a person who 
you know, the person type of person who would donate to Joe for this cause is a person who mm-hmm. thought Joe was likable and believes that it's wrong to have the government really try to set you up <laughs> rather than just investigate things that you've done. And so that's 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 interesting. There's something there. Um, I don't I don't want to just blindly defend him because I'm talking to you, but mm-hmm. gosh, it's nice to know that he didn't um, abuse animals. That's a whole nother thing. But I'll take your word for it when you say that he treated animals he as as well as was required by law and ethics. I don't know. He yeah, well he he complied with all the USDA regu- USDA regulations. They are the ones that inspected him, not the federal fish and wildlife, which are the ones that you know were are pursuing him for these convictions. So these charges all came from them. But yeah, they never visited his zoo once. They didn't even regulate him. The USDA did. Mm. And and the tigers that he euthanized, he was authorized to euthanize. They were captive tigers, his pets, basically. They weren't wild animals. Um, they were old. They were arthritic. They had claws growing out of their ankles. They they could hardly walk because they were in pain. Um, they would tell him, you know, you really should do something about this. You should You should put him down. And he just didn't do it for the longest time. And then, you know, I think Travis dying had a lot to do with his mindset. Because after that happened, he said, you know what? This isn't right for me to keep these animals in pain. I need to put them out of their suffering. And so he just decided huh. one night he was just going to go do it. So so that's so an interesting did. timing thing. I wasn't aware of that. Um, yeah. So that's interesting for anyone who didn't watch Tiger King. You know, there was this very dramatic um, scene where Joe, you know, Joe's partner, Joe's boyfriend, Joe's husband, actually, at the time. Yeah, His they were husband, married. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, killed himself on camera or kind of on camera it was just horrible just horrible um and so there was a suicide there uh whether it was intentional or not what we don't it doesn't even matter it was awful and so that was shocking and you're saying shortly after that joe put a bunch of tigers down and i I didn't know that was the timing but more importantly i don't want to say more importantly as if the tigers lives aren't worth are worth glancing over but you're saying he's in jail for all this time because of the mm-hmm. murder for hire and yeah. that is if 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 that was undone if that charge was canceled out um that would be meaningful for joe it sounds like yeah i mean really it's the murder for hire charges that are that he's already served the animal charges that was five years and they and those ran concurrently so not so just all at the same time mm-hmm. so th- those have basically been served it's the murder for hire stuff and the two counts uh, his appeal on his appeal, they tried to get it reduced to one count since it was the same victim, but they said no because he had tried to hire two different people. Saying the first one was Alan Glover, you know, the one that didn't really go to Florida or didn't intend on doing anything, mm-hmm. and the second one was there was the FBI undercover agent that they planted, and that was with the help of the confidential informant. That that's the one that was dogging him for like a year trying to get him to say something. So, you know, I mean, they just wanted that evidence so that they could prosecute him. And they have a 98% conviction rate, about the same as Russia. Right. So, so people think that there's justice here. There's not. And that's one reason Joe didn't take the plea deal, you know, because he was innocent and he wanted a trial because, you know, being a little naive about how that works, 
you know, the federal government, once you're in their sights, they are going to take you down. They're not going to fail. So, mm, um, interesting. you know, you know, he, he thought, well, I'm innocent. So all that will come out in the trial. That's not how it went down. They didn't present any of the evidence he had that he was innocent. So, so because of that, all they had was any evidence that they could find that, you know, would convict him to the jurors. And once you, you know, once you're convicted by a jury, it's very hard to reverse that. Yeah. Mm. He has a, he has a motion for a new trial that they filed, I think last year in April or May. So it's, you know, it's been like 16 months, 17 months, something like that. And the judge has not answered it, hasn't denied or approved it. So we're kind of at a standstill and at the judge's mercy because he doesn't have to answer to anybody. Right. Hmm. Well, I appreciate you kind of teeing everything up for me and, and helping me kind of crystallize <laughs> it. No, seriously. Like, you know, the question is for people listening, um, yeah. do you think Joe exotic, you know, deserves to be in prison for murder for hire? Do you think he did that? Um, you know, period. I mean, ultimately, or was he subjected to entrapment and pressures that when you add it all up, it just, it's not fair at all. That's the question. It's a good question. Um, and I will, I, I got to dig more into it, um, to, to give my opinion, but, but I appreciate mm -hmm. you kind of making it clear for me that, yeah. And it just ties into the theme of the day with his, which is prosecute potential prosecutorial misconduct so I, I can look into that as well hmm. right so um there there's there's a phone there's a phone number that he's posted on his social media and i'm sorry i don't have it right here but uh where you can text to donate a dollar and he's trying to raise money to get these new lawyers to help him i'll uh i'll find that and i'll include it in the link to this conversation so okay and appreciate that so what are the prison conditions that he's being subjected to Oh boy. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know where to start here. First of all, the, the, the federal prisons in America are in terrible shape for everybody. I mean, you have people in prisons in hundred degree heat with no air conditioning mm. because they'll, they'll say that they don't have the money in the budget to fix it. Right. Um, and I'm, I'm not saying that he doesn't have air conditioning. I, I, I don't know if they do or not, but I do know that they keep it very, very warm in there. So it's, I don't know if it's a matter of saving money or they don't have the money or what it is, but they, that's just one of the things, you know, it's just the black mold is everywhere. Uh, things are falling apart. Wires are hanging out of the ceiling. Um, it's just. In a state bad. of disrepair. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, I mean, the whole country is in disrepair and all the infrastructure is falling apart, but, but the prisons. Prisons are no exception, it, it sounds like. They're in bad shape, yeah. Mm -hmm. And 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 then Joe himself, I mean, I didn't want to sound like it's just him because the prisons are bad for everyone. But also, they they don't... Okay, the other thing is because Joe... A couple different reasons. Because he's famous. So I think there are staff in the prisons that want to break him down like he's not anyone special. So they mm -hmm. are extra hard on him. And, and they also watch his emails and his letters closer than the other inmates because they're you know they're looking for things he's not supposed to do like there's a lot of things that he can't talk about like he's that you're not allowed to make money while you're in prison so you're not allowed to you know 
do anything like that. So, you know, they're, they're just really watching him closer than the other inmates. And also the discrimination and, you know, the gangs are on the prison, um, which he found out and has told me that. And so, you know, if you belong to a gang, then, you know, you can get protection, but if you're gay, that's the other thing. And there are, there are other gay people in prison and trans people and they have a horrible time. Uh, But, He's not even allowed to watch television because he's gay. What? Yeah. How that? I wonder because how that works. It has to it has to do with the gangs and mm. what they say goes and you know, he's not allowed to watch the TV in the in the common room. So, I mean, they do have tablets that you can buy or rent, you know, so he he can do that if he has the money for it, but his has been stolen twice already. Uh, oh. Every time they put him in solitary, they steal all his stuff. When that's another issue that they're just uh, there's all kinds of issues. <laughs> so, so the you gangs know, running the 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 prison are not necessarily upholding the highest uh, standard of care and most fair standards. <laughs> yeah, and and the same goes for medical care. He's at, actually at a medical prison because he he has he has two congenital diseases. One's an immune disorder called CBID, which is common variable immune disorder, and he's born with it. The second one is related to that. I think it's an, a, a type of anemia. So he, he has to get um, antibodies. So he gets blood infusions every, I'm not sure how often they're doing it now. They were doing it every four weeks or sometimes six or eight weeks, but periodically it's very expensive treatment. Um, so he has to get that done in order to stay healthy. Otherwise his body starts breaking down. Um, you know, he starts getting sick to his stomach. He gets sores in his mouth. He gets all kinds of, symptoms when they he doesn't get that so he's been um, getting those for his whole life um i think that he didn't really start he didn't get diagnosed until he was he was when was it uh probably oh, in his anyway. 40s oh really how old is he so, now 60 60 on the dot mm. yeah jeez and so yeah. you're saying he's a victim, man. I mean, that's, you know, and that's what it comes down to. Right, Tammy? I mean, he's an interesting character. And I, like I said, I like him. But the question is, is he a victim or is he a, you know, conspirator to murder? And it's unfortunate that he got put into positions where people are asking that about him. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's going to be the question for myself and for the listeners, I think, is, you know, why should I care about this guy? You know, and and the answer is um, because he's saying he's genuinely a victim, and that's not cool. Yeah, and there's a lot of people in in federal prisons that are innocent, not just him. And he, that's mm-hmm. the first thing he would say. Um, but you know, he has all these other aspects to it. You know, uh, the fact that he's famous um, from a, a, a from a TV show that he's never seen, and he didn't have anything to do with the editing. Now he knew they were there taping. But he didn't know what that show was going to end up being, you know. Yeah. And I mean, there's still things he'll say to me, like, why do people think this? Or why do they think that? I'm like, because it's in Tiger mm. King. He doesn't even right. know. He's never seen the show. Huh. They they portray everything the way they want it to be portrayed. Well, when I spoke to him, I said, you know, man, my big takeaway from Tiger King was when, um, when his staff member, you know, got her arm bitten off. And uh, the yeah. way he responded, you know, you know, that guy cared. You know, that's a guy who cared. I mean. I'm not saying he cared all the time. I couldn't prove that, but he sure seemed like a, a, a caring guy in that moment. He was very strict with all the all the rules that he had dealing with the 
you know, dealing with the dangerous animals like the tigers because of that reason. I mean, because, you know, you can get your arm ripped off or get killed like in a second. So, you know, and that was, and, and, and Seth admitted that, that, you know, that, that, that was, that was his mistake. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he went, and he, and he, and he, and he, and he opted for the amputation instead of all the therapy and everything because he wanted to get back to work. So he just went right back to work. And, 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 and he never blamed Joe for that. And and the real video you can see it's it's um it's actually on his Joe Exotic USA official website, uh the whole uncut video which you don't see in Tiger King, shows Joe saving his life. So I mean he immediately sprung into action and everybody's standing around freaking yeah, out. Yeah, no, I got that vibe even from Tiger King. I, I got that vibe. That, I mean uh, he took his belt off. He made right. a tourniquet. He was yeah. you know I mean uh, he used to be an EMT. When he was younger, before he was, yeah. A and so chief, the question is: This the kind of guy that would in, truly want someone murdered? And I guess the other question is: Even if he did it, w- was it coercive enough between his pressures that he was going through in his life and you know mm-hmm. the actual entrapment potential? Is this guy rightfully in prison for murder for hire? That's the question. Hmm. Well, and the question a lot of people ask is. You know, there's many people in prison for less time than he's serving that actually killed people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. if you if you can if you can get out of prison in ten years and you actually killed somebody and he got twenty one years and nobody was even in danger, right. nobody even went to Florida to try to kill her. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it just it just seems it just seems. Hmm. It's interesting. Disproportionate. You know, like not. It's just not fair at all. Hmm. And part, and we think part of the reason for that is we could think that the judge is prejudiced against him as well, because you know that judge also uh, ruled on a lawsuit that Carol had brought in 2015, which was a copyright infringement lawsuit, and she won a million dollar judgment, which she still to this day is still trying to collect with him in prison. Believe it or not, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 because of that, the judge has always ruled in Carol's favor. So. We feel like he's prejudiced against Joe. It's interesting. And maybe that's, you know, the big takeaway, like I've already said a couple of times already, really. But, you know, I guess when I'm thinking about what does this story mean to me and do I care about it and do I care about it enough to donate a dollar to Joe and all of this, it's, you know, what is the role of um, bias play? And is there bias at play here? Uh, you know, it's these are good questions. And I'm I'm. You know, well, he's a you know he was a gay business owner in Oklahoma, so I think there is bias. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, well, it's a, this is a good question. So, to explore, yeah, what role is bias playing, if any, and was he set up, and is this unfair to begin with the charge? So, yeah, I, those are the things because I'm down this road so far talking to you. I'm interested enough. I will look into those things and continue to make my own opinion and. If I well, and, and and we have texts from the confidential informant and the and the fish and wildlife officer, um, say, uh, Matt Bryant, saying, "Let's put this queer in jail." You know who said? I sorry, mean, who was it that said that? The confidential informant for right. for the right. FBI, James Garrison, speaking mm. with a federal agent about of mm. you know derogatory things. Hmm. So interesting. Yeah. Okay, well, you know, I'll tell you what. I don't want to be known as the guy that got randomly into Joe Exotic because like you said, there's so many 
people that are victims of this kind of thing, but it might as well be Joe Exotic, you know? Like, why not? Yeah. It's almost like the, you know, you, you know, you see what I'm saying? Like, I might as well just plant the flag in the ground and say, let me look into this Joe Exotic case and use it as a springboard to look into criminal justice reform largely because it's a really important issue to me. I'm finding that out. Yeah. So there's a connection here between the direction I'm going in with my journey, what I'm interested in, and this Joe mm -hmm. Exotic story. So, you know, I want to thank you for sharing the information you have with me and again, helping me just crystallize what, what it is. And from here, I have to do my research, but you've explained to me what's going on. And it's a story about potential bias and prosecutorial overreach. Definitely. At least, yeah. At least from his perspective. So thank you. And for what, all ma that. what makes Joe, what makes Joe different too, is I, I, you know, there's a lot of guys that are innocent in prison, but they just give up because it's hard. It's very difficult because but they're Joe, not smart. They didn't have a taste of. Yeah. Yeah. You see what you're saying. Joe's determined. He's not a quitter. Joe is Joe is not a quitter. He's a fighter. And I don't mean mm -hmm. like physically because he's not a sure. physical fighter, right. but he is, I mean, mentally sharp and outspoken. And he's mm -hmm. just not going to he's just not going to lay down and take it. So yeah, that's you know. fascinating. Yeah, no, it's and he is an interesting character for, for those. And those are big reasons why. He's he's yeah. quite a personality and very unique person. Never never met anybody like him. <laughs> yeah, for sure. yeah. What 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 what? Give me a couple words that you would associate with him besides smart, quirky, outspoken. Anything else? Generous. Mm hmm. Cool. Right very on. generous person. Right on. He he would give someone the shirt off his back if they needed it. I, he's a very generous person, even in prison. Mm hmm. This is With not a guy who would try to have someone murdered. No. You know? Yeah. Not at all. Right on. Gosh. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time telling Joe's story. This is just the beginning of my exploration of it. So I hope to stay in touch with you. And I'll post that link for the phone number. I'll find it. My audience, if they're interested, they can do it. Cool. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks, Tammy. Okay. You're welcome. Have a good night. All right, you too. Bye.